You're listening to the Bible Chunks Read-Through Podcast in association with the Limadine Bible Reading Plan and Charles River Church. To have your own copy of this reading plan sent straight to your inbox, you can sign up at charlesriver.lmd.church. For more information about Charles River Church, visit charlesriverchurch.com. We read the whole story to make whole disciples of Jesus. Hey, welcome to Bible Chunks, where we read through the Bible in the chunks or sections based on themes that it was designed to be read in so we can get a better handle on the story of God. My name is Kevin. That's enough about me. Let's dive into the Word. Today we'll be reading John 20, verse 1 through 21, 25. 56 verses today, finishing out the Gospel of John. Now, on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early while it was still dark and saw the stone had been taken away from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They've taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. So Peter went out with the other disciple, and they were going toward the tomb. Both of them were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. And stooping to look in, he saw the linen cloths lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb. He saw the linen cloths lying there, and the face cloth, which had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen cloths, but folded up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went in and saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture, that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to their homes. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb, and as she wept, She stooped to look into the tomb, and she saw the two angels in white sitting there where the body of Jesus had lain, one at the head and one at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They've taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they've laid him. Having said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you've carried him away, tell me where you've laid him, and I will tell, I'll take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father, but go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I've seen the Lord and that he had said these things to her. On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked, where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you have forgiven the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you withhold forgiveness from any, it is withheld. Now Thomas, one of the twelve, called the twin, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see his hands, the marks of the nails, in the place, and place my finger into the marks of the nails, and place my hand into his side, I'll never believe. Eight days later, his disciples were inside again, and Thomas was with them. 
Although the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you've seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen me and yet have believed. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. After this, Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias, and he revealed himself in this way. Simon Peter called Thomas, Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin, Nathanael of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. They said to him, We'll go with you. They went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Just as, the day, just as day was breaking, Jesus stood on the shore, yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, Children, do you have any fish? They answered him, No. He said to them, Cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you'll find some. So they cast it, and now they were not able to haul it in because of the quantity of fish. That disciple whom Jesus loved, therefore, said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment, for he was stripped for work, and threw himself into the sea. The other disciple came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from the land, but about a hundred yards off. When they got out on the land, they saw a charcoal fire in place, with fish laid out on it, and bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish that you have caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore, full of large fish, 153 of them. And although there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. Now none of the disciples dared to ask, Who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them, and so with the fish. This was now the third time that Jesus was revealed to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, Son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him a third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Truly, truly, I say to you, when you were young, you used to dress yourself and walk wherever you wanted. But when you are old, you'll stretch out your hands, and another will dress you and carry you where you do not want to go. This he said to show by what kind of death he was going to glorify God. And after saying this, he said to him, Follow me. Peter turned and saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following them, the one who also had leaned back against him during supper and said, Lord, who is it that's going to betray you? When Peter saw him, he said to Jesus, Lord, what about this man? Jesus said to him, If it's my will that this man remain until I come, what is that to you? You follow me. So the saying spread abroad among the brothers that this disciple was not to die. Yet Jesus did not say to him that he was not to die, but if it, that is my will that he remain until I come, what is that to you? This is the disciple who is bearing witness about these things and who has written these things, and we know that his testimony is true. 
Now there are also many other things that Jesus did, were every one of them writ to be written. I suppose that the world itself could not contain the books that would be written. We finish out the Gospel of John today with a resurrection and Jesus standing in a garden where his dead body previously had been entombed. And it starts with Mary coming as the day is dawning early in the morning while it's still dark. So she's still in the dark about what is going on with the resurrection, but they see that the, the tomb is open and she runs back and tells the disciples and they come. It's inter interesting that one of the first things Jesus did when he raised from the dead was folded some laundry. He folded his head cloth, the cloth that was on his head, and put it in a separate pile. So this wasn't grave robbers who just kind of disheveled. Grave robbers, as far as I can tell, don't fold laundry. Something different's happening here and the angels appear and they don't know what's going on. Actually, sorry, the, the disciples leave and then the angels appear to Mary and, and they tell Mary, like, Jesus isn't here. He's risen from the dead. And, and she turns around. She still doesn't really know what's going on. And, and then as she stands outside the tomb weeping, she stoops back in to look in the tomb and she sees the angels and turns around and, and then she sees a man who she thought was the gardener. And it's Jesus. And he says to her, Mary, and she immediately understood, understood that it was him. And then Jesus sends her back to tell the other disciples. And we see Thomas doubting and, and, and all of those things. But then we see the end of chapter 20. And it tells us the explicit purpose for which John wrote this. These are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. That's why this book was written. And then we have another chapter, which is curious. It's like, where did that come from? And a lot of people argue about where this comes from, but it would seem that this is a tradition of John uh, that was written down after John died by his disciples in his church. And we get evidence from that from the scripture itself. It says, uh, it, it says this in verse 24, this is the disciple who is bearing witness about these things and who has written these things. And we know that his testimony is true. So that we there is either the royal we that John is saying about himself, or maybe more likely it is the disciples in his church community who are writing these things down after he died explaining, kind of putting to death the rumor that John wasn't going to die until Jesus returned. So uh, they, they write this down and close it out. But Gospel of John, written so that you would believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, and that by believing you would have life in his name. And so as we wrap up, I'd ask you to consider what does this section of scripture tell us about who God is and what he's like? What does it tell you about yourself? And then finally, what was it that the Holy Spirit was stirring up while you were reading? Take those thoughts, turn them into prayers, and we'll be right here again tomorrow. Until then, God bless.